You're listening to a podcast from 702. 702. Technology and society with Aki Anastasio. This feature is brought to you by Ultron, technology partners in your digital transformation journey. For more information, visit Ultron.com. Ultron, there when it matters. A bit like Aki. Well, on Friday night, <laughs> on a Friday night when, was it Friday, you yeah. said, yes, that we were discussing why your phone is going directly to voicemail. And clearly we don't have lives because we were having this conversation at 8.30 at night. It was fascinating. And I have to make a confession. Who phones the Vodacom help center number at 8 o'clock on a Friday night? <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Thank you so much to the help center. They were actually really, really good. Yeah. Well, it's a bizarre thing that you had because you went overseas and you came back and your phone was going directly to voicemail. But you haven't set it up that way, right? So No. So I, I don't feel completely responsible for the mess. I think Vodacom must take responsibility. But fortunately, the technician who helped me was very good because they've got a thing. I, I don't like – I try to no longer like debt. Yes. So I don't have like a, what do you call it, a contract. Oh, so I, you prepaid. I prepay. Okay. And then when I when I travel abroad, I I do roam on, roam off. Yeah. Which means that I I don't know what it means, but I I, I SMS roam on to number one two three. Yeah. And then that means that I don't make calls and I don't... Um, you can receive SMSs. Re- yeah, it's just SMSs that yeah. I can receive. And that's all I need because the, bank. the rest of my communication happens via WhatsApp during, you know, Wi-Fi areas that I yeah, go exactly. into. So when I came back, I then SMS the same number roam off. And then normally it immediately works. And on this occasion, um, the network basically assumed that... I You're had been on. I'm still overseas. Oh, yeah. Interesting. And then you didn't say Rome off. You said something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something like yeah, that. Something, something like, like that. that right. Yeah, yeah. But I. Our first story is very cool because. Uh, by the way, if you have a quick question for Aki, um, he he does many things. He does. He can fix your pipes. O double one double eight three zero seven zero two. A question or two about technology. So I've got one for Aki. I. I don't have complicated technology needs, right? Yes. I'm very simple, like your other friend, Reedy. Um, no, she's not but simple I, at all. <laughs> I like things just for the hell of it, man. Yeah. So I've got a... That's a S9. Eh? S, this is 9 Plus. Oh, the S9 Plus. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. now there's like 10. Now, obviously, I want to keep up with the Kumalos. Must I get a 10? Well, look, there's different phones, right? So the 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 the, the two flagship devices that Samsung have... Are the S range, and then they have the one that you're sitting that's sitting in your hand over there, which is the Note range. Okay. Okay, and that's the Galaxy Note 10 Plus that you have. It's more or less the same size, but the distinguishing thing between the two, essentially, um, the Note has a special S pen. Uh, okay. So if you enjoy writing notes with a pen, um, and you're still old school, and some people are, you know, they like to use it for uh, not only scribbling notes, but if they've got some uh, design stuff that they need to change, or there's a PDF, or you want to write stuff over um, a website, and you want to make notes on things, it's a great device to have. And it's actually, actually it's an interesting uh, device because they were kind of the almost like the pioneers of the big screen devices, the phablets. Mm. Um, and since then, they've kind of interestingly enough the note users in south africa 
of the Samsung devices are one of their most loyal because people wait for this device. They will not use any other device but the Note device. So there's definitely a, a thing in the market for it. And the new one has got some really new cool features. So it's not just about writing stuff on there, but people use it to get creative. They scribble. And you know those mind games that you have where you can color in things that adults do with coloring in books that we used to do at school? Mm. But now apparently it's a big thing for adults. So have you seen these adults? I, I saw it take off, yeah. Yeah, it's, I don't know if it's still a thing. But I now you, a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah now you get okay. different apps and people that do it. So it well, I don't currently relax. have that need, right? So I yes. don't know whether I want to create a need that I don't have. Yeah. How deep is that? Eh? It, um, yes, yeah. I like the way that's so really I, like minimalistic. I know, it? yeah. So if I don't want the pen... What about the normal 10 what what? Yeah, so, so look, there isn't a new, there isn't an S, the S9 is the latest that's out. Oh, but okay. The S10 okay. Uh, is, no, actually, no, the S10 is out at the moment. Sorry, the S10 is out and uh, that, they normally refresh it around March time. Mm. So if you're using the 9, the 9 at the moment, there's an S10 out. Okay. So they always incrementally get a little bit better. Yeah. Like that note that you're looking at, for example, uh, the screen is better than your current phone. So it uses a, it's got a magnificent screen. It's their latest version of their, uh, of their screen that they've got. Um, I'm just trying to think they've given it a, a fancy name, uh, which I'll tell you in a moment. But mm. with the new note, for example, they have uh, introduced, they've made the camera a little bit better, for example. The pen has got some additional functionality as well. So for example, what's quite nice about it that I, I like, if you scribble something in your own handwriting, you can press a button and it will change that into text so you can send it to somebody because nobody's going to recognize oh, really? your handwriting. And I was surprised because oh, my, wow. my handwriting is really untidy. Yeah, but like uh, Abel's. Abel's is indistinguishable. Yeah, Abel, I, I, I had to guess the word feature just now. Did you? Well, on his runner, Abel yeah. Abel could have yeah. been a doctor in his past. <laughs> he could have been. It right. could have been a prescription that he was writing for you. <laughs> but So that's quite that's a nice feature. Okay. And then it's got these different gestures. So, for example, with that S Pen has now got this low Bluetooth functionality. So you can load your presentation onto this and project it onto a big screen, and you can use the S Pen to change the slides and also use air gestures holding the pen to move stuff and add functionality onto your phone. I, so, I already gesticulate widely. I really don't need a pen. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> but I, but I, I'm tempted. I mean, I, I didn't realize you could do all of that with a pen. And you can use it to poke someone. And yeah, if, if, if you get somebody that's, uh, you know, that's out of, out of line, mm. you just poke them in the eye with a pen. How much does it go, do you know, if you buy it? Like if it's not in contact, it's around about twenty grand. What's interesting about the note is that they've introduced two different sizes. So that's the big size that you've seen over there, yeah. Uh, and there's a six point three inch one as well, which is slightly smaller. And I guess they want to fit that market where somebody doesn't want such a big bulky device. Essentially, they both have same, the same functionality, the same kind of processor. But um, okay, no, I'm, they, I'm sold. I'm going to get the note. Yeah, are you going to get a note? Yeah, I'll have I sold you on the note? Yeah, I hope you get like commission. Uh, only five percent, you know. <laughs> and then Abel, Abel can get this as a hand me down because he's always jealous of my photos. What is he using at the moment? What phone are you using at the moment, Abel? What is that? Is he, he's using an iPhone. He won't want. Well, an, he won't want an Android phone. He's become a snob now with well, the since iPhone. Since when do you have iPhone? My God, yeah. they really pay techies a lot these days. <laughs> exactly. Eh? They're was feeling sorry for him. <laughs> exactly. No, you're going to be okay, careful. Well, fair enough. I'll give it to someone else. Um, here's a question very quickly. Mm. See how people are calling in because uh, I've opened it. Okay. Um, Manga Lisa wants to know when is the f the when is five G coming? 
the 5G Well, uh, it's actually a, a great question um, because 5G is here in, in, the, in the, all the networks are basically testing 5G. And last week I was at the SATNAC conference, which is the South African Telecommunications and Networking Conference. And, um, and it was hosted by Telcom and they were demonstrating uh, some of the 5G capabilities that are out there. So 5G is a very much a real thing, and they had international experts from all over the world talking about 5G. 5G, you see, is, is going to revolutionize things like you have no idea. The speeds that are going to be coming, you know, i give people an idea. If you're at a boarding gate about to load your flight, you'll be able to download a movie on your phone in like under 10 seconds. Jeepers. But where it becomes really interesting, and it goes into the next topic we're talking about, is the latency. In other words, how long it takes your question or a command to go from one uh, post to another and come back. So it's ultra quick. So you don't, there's no delay time. It's milliseconds that it takes to come back. Unlike 4G, which there will still be a place for 4G, which has got a little bit longer delay time. But, but the latency mm. of 5G is extraordinary. And that's where we come with, with self-driving cars and doing operations like the next subject. So when is 5G coming? It's going to be here within the next five years. There aren't enough handsets at the moment and it's expensive, but the real main use for 5G is going to be with businesses okay. and enterprise initially. And certainly it's going to be on a phone. In the same way that we had 4G and 3G, and but it's going to come a lot quicker than 4G, for example. Mm. Now, we sometimes talk about robotics as well as yes. part of technology, and the next story speaks to that. Bob and Carl, I'm going to take your questions uh, in a second. I first want Aki to tell us about this awesome development. This, so, a doctor in India has performed a series of five percutaneous coronary interventions. In other words, miniature operations on the heart, and they were done remotely using a robot called the Corindus robot. Now... Uh, you know, remote surgery is is not new. They've been doing it before. They did some minor surgeries across the transatlantic in uh, from New York to France a few years ago. But this really touches on telemedicine and where it's going. And be able to do these kind of su- surgical procedures, this one was quite um, – it was quite a delicate one because you're adding a stent into the heart. This doctor was about 40 kilometers away in India wow. using this, uh, this robotic surgery, which looks something like this. And I'm going to show you a picture of it. Um, uh, across the road. So if you can imagine a table that looks something like this table here, where a patient is lying on a table and the doctor is 40 kilometers away. And with 5G, it's going to make doctors, enable doctors to be and on the other side of the world. So if you see this as a doctor in, say, Russia, and you want to operate on a patient urgently in South Africa, you don't have to get into a plane to do this. Um, but it's a bit weird for the patient who's lying down. Obviously, you're going to be under under um, some kind of anesthetic. But essentially, they use these robotic arms, and they operate on you with a great deal of accuracy. In fact, there's another robot that's in Pretoria they use for urology called the Da Vinci robot. And when it first came to South Africa, I remember sitting in this booth, You've got these two joysticks and you've got this um, virtual reality and you can see exactly the person that's sitting on the other side of the hospital and you're operating on them. And they use this example. They put a grape on the operating table. I was in another room and I managed to take the grape with the arms of this robotic uh, operating uh, Mm. procedure and I peeled the skin off the grape. That's how accurate these things are. But did you really peel it? I really peeled it. Did you peel it? I peeled it myself. Not the robot. No, the robot peeled it. The robot peeled it. But, but what it does is, you know, if a surgeon, That's amazing. for example, the, the, the hands of these, of these robotic surgical machines 
are a lot more stable than the surgeons. Absolutely. That's, that's really, really fascinating. And, and the yeah. fact that they've done this in India is, is paving the way forward to doing a lot more of this kind of stuff that we're already doing. But mm. 5G is just going to open up as floodgate. That's awesome. Take a quick question here yes. from Carl and Bob. Carl, good morning. How's it, Carl? Okay, clearly he's got a phone problem. That's what he needs to help with. Bob, what can we do you for? Good morning, Jen. My son has a small uh, internet business, and uh, he gets the money paid into his PayPal account. Right. And when he needs a little bit of cash, he transfers it to my PayPal account, and I and I give him the money. Now I'm trying to get the money from the PayPal account into my Standard Bank account, and Standard Bank say they can't help me. And I just I can't believe I'm the only person in the country that wants to move money from a PayPal account into a standard bank account and it can't be done. Sure. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not very au fait with this. I know that PayPal have got certain agreements with certain banks. I think they affiliated to FNB, for example. But um, I remember with my PayPal account a couple of years ago, if you were initially registered as a U.S. PayPal account, you'd have to change that to a South African version of that account. And it's all got to do with SARS and tax and, you know, uh, money transfer abroad. So you need to look at those things. How old is your PayPal account? That's uh, probably five or six years old. Okay. That's probably the reason why you need to log into your PayPal details and e- send PayPal an email to say, listen, you, your account is probably registered under a different currency that you need to enable it into South African currency. In other words, it's all got to do with exchange controls and that sort of thing. Call Standard Bank as well, and I'm pretty sure that you mm. should be able to do it quite seamlessly. But I think that's one of the problems that you've got. There. Carl, very quickly, what question have you got for Aki? Good morning. Um, I've got a quick problem. I've got a 5 meg uncapped line at home, and then I've got no problem streaming Netflix or Amazon with the Chromecast, but then whenever I seem to use the local service providers, uh, there's a hectic lag, and it's very pixelated. No matter what setting I use, um, and with the Rugby World Cup now coming, do you think that I would need to then up my bandwidth? Uh, Absolutely. Are you using using fiber or ADSL? in my house that's connecting it's pinging somewhere else okay, okay, I lost the, you lights, the lights are great there but give them the various options okay so using ADSL or fiber I'm, I'm using a, it's got, I've got a little dish that they came and put up Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So I'll tell you what it, what it is. So they, he's probably using an, an older technology that um, that where there's no uh, connectivity like fiber in your area. Uh, these dishes bounce up into so it's satellite connectivity. Mm-hmm. So if you want to watch the rugby, I'm afraid that uh, you know you, a five meg line isn't good enough in today's world with Netflix. You know you you'll be able to watch a bit of it, but if you want high definition, if you want it to be a completely seamless experience, you need to look at nothing under ten meg line um, download links the higher you go the better and the smoother the experience mm. you know i've got i've got 200 up and 200 down in my home but i've got a lot of different things connected so if you can imagine a, a highway for example and this is the this is the typical way you should look at when you want to go and add your connectivity to your home you need to look at how many devices you have so imagine the highway to pretoria and the highway back to pretoria on the n1 do you want one lane each way or do you want five lanes which each way and and take each device that connects to your home network as as a vehicle. So the more vehicles you have on the road and the less lanes you have, the more congestion there's going to be. So the idea is that you need to have as many lanes possible that enable as seamless possible uh, connectivity and speed that you can. 
and, and that's my best advice. So pay for the best connectivity that you can get. And fiber is the best way to go. My advice is uh, become friends with your neighbor, Cole. Um, and last, <laughs> <laughs> last but not least, uh, some weird action camera that you've got here. Yeah, so these things are amazing. You know, I've, I've been using action cameras for a long time. Whenever I go uh, on any of my international travels and I do my interviews, I use one of these things. I've, I, I've been using a GoPro up I've to now. I've never seen them. What are they? Well, you know, a lot of guys use these. You see the, the cyclists, they put them on their heads, motorcyclists put them on their heads, and people use these action cameras to film their action adventures. Okay. So you can, you can put it, put it on your wrist, you can put it on your bike's handlebars, you can run with it. And the amazing thing about these is they've got the stability. So if I'm running, bouncing around like this, when I download the photograph or the video that I've downloaded, it doesn't bounce around. So the Osmo Action uh, Camera, which is this little thing over here, is is quite incredible. These guys are – it's a Chinese company. They've been doing astonishing stuff. They've been massive with drones. They, they're they using the same kind of technology in the drones that stabilizes the camera image on these things. And they've developed this, which is quite nice. It's great for vloggers as well. Because, you know, up to now, these action cameras only had a, 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 your, your screen behind the camera. So if I'm doing an interview with Eusebius like this, I don't know and I can't picture my frame because the actual thing is behind there, right? With the Osmo Action Cam, there is a front screen and there's a back screen. So which is great for vloggers that you can... You know, I will be able to see you and frame our picture when I'm doing the interview in the, in terms of selfie, oh, okay. selfie movie mode. Um, and I actually wanted to ask you on your Facebook profile, and I often see these things. Have you seen how many motivational speakers there are? These people that record themselves mm. every morning and we hear their thoughts while they're driving in their cars and they do mm. those selfie front facing videos and go, yeah, my thought for the day is, and, <laughs> And, and you know, you see the comments and you think, but who has made you a motivational speaker? But this is the world that we're living in today. You know, everybody can share their thoughts and that sort of thing. And I think it's quite cute, right? Yeah. But I see more and more of these people who fancy themselves as life coaches sharing their personal <laughs> vlogging experiences. I agree. They should have been shot at birth. Well, you do that. You do that at the start of your show every day. You see this, <laughs> Get out of here. We'll do it again next week.